from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. The next time you're driving through Midtown along Locust heading downtown, keep your eyes peeled. Just after you pass Leffingwell, you'll see a huge black and white face staring out from a building wall. The mural, painted in September 2021 by local artist Zach Smithy, is a piece of work that is art for art's sake, an original work that was created for the final shots of A Brush of Violence, a short narrative film by producer-director Daniel Lawrence Wilson. Wilson is currently based in Los Angeles, but he came back to St. Louis for A Brush of Violence, which was entirely produced and shot in the STL area. And he's here with us today to talk about that decision and process, what filmmaking here offers to folks doing the creating, and how more of that here can boost St. Louis's film industry flex. Daniel Lawrence Wilson, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Daniel, there's a long list of St. Louis businesses and locations in A Brush of Violence. Can you name a few that are most prominent in the film or might be most recognizable to St. Louis residents? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we did uh, Visia over in Cortex, um, two mansions, one over by Forest Park and one that was out in the county. Um, Pulitzer is in uh, the film and the Lumeyer um, Sculpture Park. So it's a nice contrast with some old St. Louis and some new St. Louis. Right. And a, a lot of things that are both indoor and outdoor, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. So I, an example of that was uh, the, uh, the mansion we used. So we used um, one for an exterior and one for an interior. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the team that you worked with, Darren Strybig is the director of photography and is from the St. Louis region. And Zach Smithy, whom we mentioned at the top, also from the St. Louis area, helped with the art throughout your film and mentored the production in addition to painting the mural on Locust Street. Daniel, how did you connect with Darren and Zach for A Brush of Violence? Yeah, so I actually lived in St. Louis um, for seven or eight years, and Darren has been a long collaborator collaborator of mine. Um, We've done a lot of commercial work in the past, um, as well as some music videos. Um, So we have a long relationship of collaborating um, with doing films and whatnot, so that it was just a no-brainer that I would use him. Um, and then Zach's been a friend of mine for a while, and he's just been an artist that I've admired for a long time. And um, when I came up with this idea for the script, I thought um, there's no way that I could do it without him, um, without his talents. Yeah. And then in terms of other things that they did, are there other ways that they contributed to the production or the completion of A Brush of Violence as local community members beyond their formal roles or their titles? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, a great example of this is um, the building that the mural is on. Um, Zach had a relationship with the owner of the building because he's done murals around St. Louis in the past. So a 25-foot by 25-foot mural would should be really hard, but surprisingly it was easy just because Zach has such amazing connections and relationships to the St. Louis area. So that people power was really uh, on your side then? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, something that was 
you know, that I love about the city is that everyone's just so interested and supported in the project. And so, you know, a great example of this was like Webster University was like a huge contributor um, with, with the locations, letting us film on their campus and whatnot. So it was just something that would happen time and time again where, where the city would actually, you know, be super supportive and helping this effort uh, come true. And that's certainly something that we've heard from other filmmakers and visual storytellers that we've had on the show, particularly over the last few months or so. Um, the nonprofit St. Louis Filmworks was also a partner in producing A Brush of Violence. Daniel, what did that partnership make possible? Yeah, so they were really supportive in um, helping us with donations. Um, and that really benefited um, some of the people that contributed to the project. Mm-hmm. So they're able to get um, some tax benefits um, by helping uh, the arts with our, with our film. So. Um, there's no way that this film would have been completed or made without the support of the, the St. Louis Filmworks. And do those donations include space, not just funding? Yeah, so that was primarily what it was, was we were able to get access to some of these um, mansions because there were some benefits and they contributed um, contributing to the film. So, you know, it's kind of a, a, a big ask to say, hey, can I come over and, and take over your property for a couple of days? But mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a big benefit in, um, in being able to you know, give them something uh, as a contribution to the film. So it made everyone happy at the end of the day. So it was a big success for us. So you've talked about organizations and institutions as well as you know, people. Is there any other way that you think St. Louis is already set up as a place that's ready for even more filmmaking to happen? Yeah, totally. I feel like, you know, the, the, the city has a lot of character and a lot of variety. And I feel like one of the biggest benefits that kind of struck me as I was doing this two weeks of shooting for a brush of violence was logistically, it's a complete pleasure. Um, you know, you can go to LA or New York or Chicago and, you know, bouncing around location to location can add a lot of extra troubles and, problems the production that could be um, avoidable. And so I feel like with the visuals that you can get with the city, the support of the local community, and the logistics and tools that are available, I feel like it's a great city to film in. We don't often hear uh, pleasure and logistics in the same <laughs> in the same breath. So that certainly is uh, something that sounds like a, a positive for everyone involved. Now, as far as the film itself goes, um, I think some of the the pleasure that you took in those logistics really shows up in the quality of the, the film that you have made. Daniel, can you give us a brief synopsis of A Brush of Violence? Yeah, so it's about uh, a photographer gets the opportunity to go take portraits of an anonymous famous painter. And so her photos uh, kind of reveal his identity to the world. And he's got um, some backstory and some history about being a little bit on the crazier side. So we kind of follow her journey going over to his house and uh, see her kind of navigate um, his difficult challenges that he puts her in uh, throughout the, the stay that she has at his house for the day. And can you give us the names of the characters once again? Yeah, the, char- the main characters are Akila and Vio. V-I-O. And Akila is the photographer, and Vio is the, uh, the mysterious artist. Yes, correct. Now, this 
feeling of of mystery and suspense is very much part of the film. Um, and there's a, a moment about halfway through the movie that offers a glimpse into how Vio feels about his own art. Tell me, Akila, how far would you go to be remembered? And for the opportunity to live past this existence. To do something together that challenges us. What if there was never a day you were forgotten? That was part of a scene from Daniel Lawrence Wilson's A Brush of Violence. The film will be showing in St. Louis sometime in the next month. So, Daniel, the whole film um, is is very sound-rich. That is a, a big part of the story. Can you talk a little bit about what is happening in this you know, sound-rich moment of the film that we've just heard. Yeah, um, so this is kind of the moment whenever they start um, enjoying each other's uh, time uh, together because he's been kind of being crude to her throughout the film. So this is the first time they actually um, start enjoying their time together. Um, this, this is an accumulation of, of many people helping me with the tone. You know, you're hearing a lot of sounds and music and foley all at the same time. And so there's, you know, a full team of people that are all, all collaborating at the same time to, to get that rich tone that you're talking about. And we are speaking here with Daniel Lawrence Wilson, who is the director of A Brush of Violence, which is a short narrative film that was produced and shot entirely in St. Louis. Daniel, what was it about St. Louis that made you want to film um, a brush of violence here, especially sort of given that that atmospheric um, quality of not just the sound, but of the visuals too? Yeah. So I was actually living in St. Louis when I started writing the script. And, you know, I, I, I lived in St. Louis for a few years and I realized that there's just a, a really rich blend of contemporary and traditional at the same time. And so as I was um, sketching out the script, I, I, I was like, oh, this, there's some similar contrast with kind of a newer and older style of, of the art. So we have this older gentleman who's a more traditional painter. And then we have this newer photographer that's using kind of like some technology to do her photos. And so I actually used the city kind of in this visual style of um, blending nice contemporary and, and um, traditional looks. And how did St. Louis uh, and the way that it, it looks and feels drive the plot of A Brush of Violence? Yeah, I think it was just there's so much scale and scope that we can play with. Um, and the architecture is so rich on so many levels that it, that's why the film feels the way it does is like the locations is a huge part of the identity of the film and so I feel like this is just a great um, reflection of, of how rich the city uh, is with the locations they offer. 
Mm-hmm. So you have talked about sort of the the aesthetic qualities that made you want to come back here, and you did live here for some time. And I understand that A Brush of Violence is your first directorial work. Um, yes. Was there something, you know, while you were living here, did you have an inkling of what you wanted to do with this film that that really made you come back, or was it sort of the the convergence of different factors um, that drove your decision to film and produce in St. Louis? Yeah, I think, you know, it was just the, the original script just started out as just like a uh, like a test. It was just doing it for fun. And then over a period of a few months, um, it went from being fun to something I was like, oh, this could be my, my first thing that I do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the process of this. So when I was writing it, I wrote it with St. Louis in mind. And so I had just advantages of kind of pulling up inspiration with the certain scenes that I wanted. So like when she's walking into the museum, I was like, this has to be Pulitzer. Mm -hmm. And so whenever she's going to his house, it needs to be something from like the early, you know, 1900s, which is like Forest Park or like something out in Ladue. Um, and then when she, when we're back at her house, we can go downtown and do something with a lot of glass. And so I really, really wrote the script for the city and I used it and, and to my best advantage. And I feel like that's why it feels the way it does is because I wrote it for places that exist. Mm-hmm. And the Pulitzer is right in our area. We're located here in Grand Center. Why did you want the Pulitzer specifically? Oh, it's it's just such a statement of a building. Like a great example of this is um, my lead actress. She's a huge fan of architecture and design, and uh, she's from Los Angeles. And um, what, she stayed in St. Louis for about two weeks doing this film. And towards the end of the project, we uh, went to the Pulitzer, and she was just like in shock. She's like, "Ah, this is amazing that St. Louis has this this structure. Like this is so rare and unique." And so. Yeah, it's just, it's such a statement of a building and it's special. And so I just like did everything that I could to, to get it in the film and were able to do so. As you are talking, um, we had an exchange earlier. I moved here from Los Angeles. Uh, and I think sometimes the attitude that people have coming from places like LA is that um, they're surprised to see uh, artic- architectural beauty and sort of texture, that meeting of different periods of time within relatively small sort of uh, square footage, so to speak. When you've talked Mm -hmm. with people about a brush of violence and producing it and shooting it all here, do other people who are in the industry there, are they at all surprised by that decision? Uh. I would say so, but I mean, the feedback after they watch it is just like huge because, you know, they're seeing a lot of unique, um, special locations that aren't kind of like overfilmed. You know, you watch something that's like, um, you know, a lot of locations in LA and New York, you see them a lot. And so I've gotten a lot of feedback about, wow, like they're like taken and like shocked with just some of the visuals that we're able to, to get out of the city of St. Louis. So there's almost an ambassadorial, um, job <laughs> that your film is doing. And, you know, you and Zach Smithy left a literal mark on the city. 
with the, that mural for a brush of violence um, out here in Midtown. There's a, a lot of development going on around there, so there's even more potential for people to see it if that mural stays up. Is there any other way you'd like to see your work on and or off camera to encourage more filmmaking in the St. Louis area? Yeah, um, I feel like just being being associated with the city is so great, but I feel like if anyone can continue to partner with the nonprofit, I think this will be very beneficial uh, for the city. And um, I met with some other filmmakers whenever I was back visiting in December and um, trying to get trying to inspire and um, introduce more relationships to the nonprofit because they were so substantial in, in getting this film made. And last question, will you make more films or other video and storytelling content here? Yeah, so I, I lived in St. Louis for seven or eight years and, um, you know, Brush of Violence was probably my fourth or fifth script that I would consider doing and they were all wrote within the regional area. So I have a couple more that I'd like to do. Well, we hope to meet you when you are back in town. Daniel Lawrence Wilson is the director of A Brush of Violence, a short narrative film that was produced and shot entirely in St. Louis. The film will be available to the public sometime in the next month. Daniel, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Before we go, we have an exciting update about a recent conversation we had on the show. At the end of January, we learned about a local robotics competition called the Clavius Project Jamboree. It's an annual event for middle schoolers, and we got the chance to talk with 8th grader Katie Roda Santizo, coach Mark Viox, and interim principal Sierra Price of Marion Middle School. The South St. Louis School is the only all-girls Catholic middle school in the city. Last week, Coach Viox gathered the TigerBots team for an announcement. Okay, we just received the announcement of the awards for the 2023 Clavius Jamboree, and I'm happy to announce that for the fifth consecutive year, Marion Middle School has been awarded a Platinum Banner. That was the Marion Middle School robotics team celebrating news that they won top honors for the fifth consecutive year at the Clavius Project Jamboree in January. What we just heard came to our team via video, which showed students and teachers jumping up from their seats and one student wiping her palms across her eyes with what appears to be a combination of happiness and relief. Marion Middle Tigerbots, we are shouting you out today for earning that platinum banner. Congratulations from all of us here at St. Louis on the Air. This episode was produced by Avery Rogers. With audio engineering by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.